What's going on, girlfriend? Yeah, hi, so Cameron. There, uh, Colleen says hi. Hey. <laughs> and um, uh, <laughs> give me the thumbs up. <laughs> the mentos. Just like, like a little hand coming in from the yeah. side. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Oh, that's good. We don't put the videos out. I don't care. <laughs> no one will ever see that. That would be a great sketch if they just had like hands in the background. It was like it re was revealed to be like Jared Kushner's hands behind Trump, like kind of manipulating the situation. <laughs> that would be great. Like he's a marionette, and it's just yeah, Jared or Kushner, like, or like just working like telling, tell, telling the crowd how they should respond to what he says. Yeah, there you go. They have like cue cards in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like in a sitcom where they have like applause or laughter signs or like the sketch in the part in Wayne's world where he was like doing the interview with the guy and he held up like cards yeah yeah yeah, this, yeah. this man blows goats I have proof <laughs> that was so great I miss yeah. Wayne's world such a I good know, sketch there's that oh god I don't have time for drama right now I'm sorry I'm in the middle of I'm recording important things about Saturday Night Live. Okay, people? Enough Scientology drama. Thank you. That's okay. I'll just drink my wine. You just drink your wine, and you're going to feel really good. Seriously, yeah, at this, at this point, the week keeps going like it does next week. When I record, it'll be like Kathy Ann. Like, those women who voted for Hillary Clinton, you weren't letting her rush your sorority. You were, let, you were voting for president. Why has she not been back? And what, okay, we're going to discuss know. that. I have I have a few questions about this episode okay. that we're that we will discuss. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then the only other thing happening in my life, as you know, is you know now I'm just obsessed with Jen, and so I just talk about her <laughs> ten million times a day. But that's you know, I won't talk about her ten million times on the podcast. <laughs> is that your, yeah. your cheers to me? Ching. Hmm. <laughs> All right, let's jump right in. Let's do the do. All right. Hello and welcome to Talk Amongst Ourselves. We're back. As always, I'm Nora. And I'm Killeen. And this is Talk Amongst Ourselves. And we're talking Saturday's episode with Louis C.K. and the Chainsmokers. Musical guest, the Chainsmokers. My favorite band ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Mm -hmm. We will talk about those boys. Um, I did watch this episode with and my they mother. Are boys. Yeah, so I know they're like 22 or something. Yeah. Um, I did watch it with my mother, and so her reactions to things were really interesting, especially like the cold open. I kept looking over at her, like, oh God, I, like, I, I what actually, is she going to do? My mom had a really good, and I, she was actually drawing on like my grandmother's opinions of things, like mm. to sum up the episode, and I'll I'll bring that up later. Okay. And I, it was actually it was really interesting, and I think it was a really good way to describe it. Okay, good. All right. Well, we have the cold open, and we have Bobby Moynihan who for, for some reason was getting like a standing ovation, just appearing at a podium. Uh, in, I think in the everybody's, cold open. Just, everybody's always happy, but you know what? It would have been so much better if he was at a rally where Drunk Uncle was like yes. introducing him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, this is like devolving into a podcast where we just like fantasy. <laughs> well, we just know, rewrite we the episode. Yeah, yeah, the way we want it to be. <laughs> I know. I mean, I listen, I was just excited as everyone else was to see Bobby Moynihan because he hasn't been in as many sketches as I want him to be in mm -hmm. lately. So I was stoked. Was, this was a this was a more Bobby heavy. It was a, definitely a Bobby heavy episode. I'm not complaining. No, um, no. Poor Melissa, who had uh, like one but, line in the whole thing. I know. I know. But, so what are you gonna do? But, anyway, but I, even like it was Mikey and Alex kind of light. 
yeah. this time. Oh, it was totally Mikey and Alex Light. I mean, and I think that's because... For, for how much they've done. Yeah. I think I think they're sort of maybe took a, a step back. Let other people have a moment. Oh, you mean like Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Gotta give Alec Baldwin his screen time. Not that I'm... It's, it works, so I can't complain, it was, but... It's good. It's... Listen. We'll get was, there. We'll get all right, there. All right, so... Uh, where we were, Bobby Moynihan is introducing uh, Trump at a rally. Where is he again? Is he in Can- Union, Kentucky? Union, Kentucky. There he was. And so, <laughs> I I laughed at a lot of the stuff because it was very obviously they were rewriting this sketch uh, up until Friday night, essentially mm-hmm. because everything that uh, Alec talks about is Trump is like you know to the minute current essentially yeah well but the thing is and i laughed but at the same time i was like yeah accurate like oh yeah it was just like a half laugh and like accurate because it was just it was true i mean it's like for example when when he says um so many things have changed you know uh as time has gone on a lot of poverty is white now and that's really Mm -hmm. shocking (laughs) yeah like i'm sorry what but I mean, it, um, it, and I just love how when everybody was getting up to give their like complaint, whatever mm-hmm. it was, like, oh, are you gonna do this? And it just like, <laughs> like no matter what he says, they're just we're like, gonna fix it by yeah. getting rid of it. Yeah, it's gone. Done. Done. <laughs> that way you won't have to drive anywhere you know to see a doctor. You will never have to drive to a doctor again. <laughs> you, you, you won't have to. Yeah, you won't have to drive to a doctor ninety minutes away because you won't have health care. <laughs> I know. Like. Uh, okay, Trump's America. You're my president. Yeah, I know. They just and the, and the thing is, I do pity these people in in that sense. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm related to I, some of these people. I'm related to too. Trump supporters, and I, I don't too. pity them because you know what? They're not even when you're seeing it happen before your eyes and your rights are being violated and being taken away, they're still taking it. And they're just like, well, at least he's not Obama. Like, oh, I get it. Oh, he's At least he's so, white. No, <laughs> so people I went to high school with, somebody posted like, um, oh, gee, and what did Obama do four years ago when the same thing happened? Yeah. And then he didn't, he somebody, didn't somebody else from my town who I don't really know, but is from my town wrote, white Americans... Trump Nation, hashtag Trump Nation. Like, oh, oh okay, God. I'm sorry. Uh, God forbid somebody who was in office wanted to, I don't know, follow the rules until, <laughs> and, and, and instead of hearing, Daddy, I really think you need to bomb Syria. I want, I want one of those squirrels right now, Daddy. I want, I want those Tomahawk missiles in Syria now, Daddy. <laughs> Do you heard, you read that article from the Independent, right? No, I didn't. No, there was a, a British, like, intelli- like a official British, like, memo, like, that said, basically, like, she brought his attention to this and told him that he needed to take military action. Oh, That's I'm fucking terrifying. I know, but it's so fucking terrifying. The, but like, can you imagine if this had been, if this had been Chelsea Clinton talking to her daddy or, or her mom, if her mom got elected, what the media would have done overall, all the media outlets, know. not just Fox News, all of them. They would have crucified. I mean, they were crucifying Chelsea Clinton when she was 12 years old. You didn't think those babies were so beautiful when your uh, father was implementing the travel ban, the refugee ban. Oh, P.S., you didn't think the babies were beautiful enough when they were drowning in the Mediterranean Sea trying to escape it. You thought thought their silver thermal wraps were super cute, so you decided to have a a gown just like it. And the thing that is, you know, uh, that is also true is like, well, okay, 
let's say this is the real reason why he decided to do it. Let's just assume he has a shred of humanity and this was a line that was too far. First of all, this has been happening for years. This is not new, everyone. Welcome to the party. The chemical bombing of children has been happening now for almost a decade. Secondly, um, what about the fucking shit in Flint? These people have no fucking water. These are American children. That we're who not taking are, care like, of. Yeah, who are suffering. And somebody just put and... out a meme, like, literally I saw, like, 20 minutes ago that said, I'm thankful that the people of Russia and Syria did not bomb America for how we've handled Flint and the tear gassing of Native Americans at Standing Rock. Right. And I was like, yeah, I mean, can you imagine if somebody else in the world decided to take action against us because how we treat our own citizens? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God, you know, it's Ooh. just, the whole thing is fucked up. Obviously, no, children should not be uh, chemically bombed and bombed, period. Uh, you know, innocent school like, children should Obama be able to go to school. Obama was disturbed, too. That's why he said, hey, Congress, I want to do something. And they were like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, and, and who controlled Congress then? Oh, Republicans. Theory. Republicans said nope. And now no one's taking action. No one's saying, um, excuse me, sir, you overstepped your bounds. No, and- they're doing more. They're, like, masturbating to this now. <laughs> like... They're yeah. they're verbally masturbating whenever they're on the news about this. Like oh, yeah. it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. and you know what? Where were you standing up for these beautiful babies? Beautiful babies. Which, oh my God, what? <laughs> okay, um, on um, Love It or Leave It, Crooked Media's podcast, Love It or Leave It, mm-hmm. somebody uh, compared Trump's uh, statements after the bombings to. Will Forte's uh, character at the wedding reception sketch, who had like who looked like a cult leader. He had like yes, the blonde and he has, wig, and he's talking like this, and <laughs> yes. he does. And, uh, yeah. I'm uh, the great dark prince. The great dark prince. I am Donald Trump. Yes, <laughs> he was that's talking, a, that I, was, yeah. I was like, I was that is dead on. I was it like, is that's true. Exactly. It's true. So that- see, guys. We tied it all back to SNL. Boom. Hey. But let me just say, I, I, the, the I line that summed up the whole thing for me in terms of Trump supporters was at the very end when Alex says, it's like you found you're like, it's like you're at Wendy's eating chili and you find a finger in your chili, but you've already told everybody that you're eating the chili. So you can't go back on eating the chili and you really like chili. So you just keep eating the chili. Like, that is. And that's, that's it. basically what it is. And that's why it's so sad. It's like people, <laughs> there's a finger in your chili. Don't need that. Get your money back. Have some respect, man. Have have a like a teeny tiny, teeny tiny shred of respect for yourself. Just a teeny tiny. That's you can't it. afford to burn some bridges at Wendy's, okay? I know, right? <laughs> at least Kathy they and were, they, they were they were the ones with the finger chili too. I know. That's, I know. That's why she burnt her bridges at Wendy's because I was not gonna eat that finger chili. <laughs> Uh, and then Louis C. Came comes out for his monologue, which is essentially a five-minute bit. And I, I some of it was taken from his Netflix special. Yeah, and I I laughed at, at a bunch oh, of it. Yeah, I but laughed. But I thought he was really skating the line. And I'll be honest, I was watching the keyboardist behind him, who is a black I gentleman, and I kept what looking do? at his face to go yes, like, I, I, "What like, does how this should... guy think of it what's was happening?" Like, I was like looking for like cues on like. Is this okay? Is this and okay? Sometimes but he I laughed think, and sometimes he didn't point, laugh because though. when he when he started like bringing the chicken joke back and was like, mm-hmm. "This isn't racist. The chicken's racist." And da 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 da. And then he's like, and then a black guy ate the chicken. And I was like, "Oh God, oh." I I did the same thing. Like, I had the why? same. Why? 
I was like, no. You almost, and, you but, almost reeled it in, and then you just dove in the deep. But I, but I can't. I don't know if he's actually being like he's sincerely stating that, or if he's mocking people who make that I don't argument. No, it's hard to tell with Louis C.K. because of his type of humor. I mean, I did like the whole other like when he sort of like clearly the, saw that. I think he saw that he stepped over the line, and then he just went into the dog and giraffe and zebra thing or whatever oh, the horse thing. Go the goat. The goat. The go- oh god, gone. the goat thing. Then I, I was did like, not want. I, I was no. like, I was, I, I was like sitting there going, "Who is this audience then?" Who is this joke for? Really? Who, who wants to hear the about like, joke for Louie? Like, like describing that, like, oh, I, you know, Clearly he's recently divorced. The... Well, I'll just say that. No, he's been divorced for like 15 years at okay, least. Well, there, then he needs to. Yeah. I mean, some of the other stuff that he was talking about when he's talking about, you know, now he's like a jerk and how he treated the housekeeping people and stuff. Like I could see that being like a that real life cool. situation. That, that, that was, was funny. Or, when he's talking about like how they answer Louis the phone off. Yeah. yeah, that was cute. That was cute. I like that. It was uneven for me, the monologue, and well, I thought he uh, overstepped. Apparently, like, uh, from what I've been reading on some blogs, like, from some blogs written, like, um, by and for people of color, uh, they feel generally divided about him. They mm-hmm. either think he's, like, a racist asshole or they think he's hilarious for pointing out like the ways people can be racist assholes and i feel like yeah you could take that either way with his stuff so i don't know it was interesting it kept my attention uh i thought that was i mean i kept looking over at my mom to see if like she was gonna laugh at some she definitely laughed during the hotel bit like that Mm -hmm. made her laugh but like the the goat has a vagina and that's why he's getting it my mom oh my "Mm -mm." god i did not i was i was like I can't. I need to like bleach that from my brain. That joke from my brain. No. I just it's still nope. there in mine. It's not good. Okay. Well, yeah. So then the first sketch comes out, and I'm just gonna call this the the eyelashes sketch. Oh, uh, no! I I was this a okay? We won't spoil the twist, but was it a sponsored sketch? Do you think? I think it might have been. I think it that, might have been. Okay. I didn't realize that until the very a, end, though. This is the sponsored sketch to end all sponsored sketches, yes. then. So Louis this is C. how they is, should all be. Yeah, Louis C.K. is a defense lawyer in a courtroom. No, he's the prosecutor. Is he? You're right. Yeah. He's the yeah, prosecutor. Vanessa he's the prosecutor. Here, and Vanessa is the defense. And yeah. Alex Moffat is the uh, plaintiff. He's the plaintiff. No, he's the defendant. Defendant, he's defendant, the defendant, and she's the defense attorney. Yeah, Vanessa's, sorry. Vanessa, Vanessa's sorry, his attorney. Sorry, I've, I've only had a few sips. <laughs> So uh, this is drunk edition of uh, Talk Amongst Ourselves. <laughs> I will be doing body shots later. Okay, uh, no. <laughs> can I just say it's like eight forty-one my time. I know, okay? I know. It's just you can drink. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Louis C.K. has these ridiculous, like unbelievably long eyelashes, and he starts uh, saying that part yeah. of saying something to the judge, and who's who Keenan, is Keenan? Who oh, is Keenan? The best. It oh. Always. Like you know, I said Keenan need to be more Keenan, and oh, this this episode he brought it. He brought the Keenan. Yeah, he brought to this episode of Keenan. Oh, it was just acting with his face, just with his face, mm-hmm. because he's in a robe, and you just really are seeing like a look, like, single look. Yeah, Keenan becomes mesmerized by Louis' eyelashes, and he just like leans in, and he's got his like hand on his cheek. Like, has anyone ever told you your eyelashes are amazing? <laughs> Yeah, and, and Louis C.K. <laughs> he must have practiced. Oh my God! Like, all the blinking and, and the, the fluttering and the, and fluttering. the batting—it yeah. was brilliant. And and uh, kudos to 
we have complained about sloppy like camera work and timing yeah. whoever like okay make this person do as much as you can because this was brilliant they camera really work good um and, and the super close-ups on louis face so you could yeah. really see and the eyelash magic working Yes. And I, I mean, I was I was laughing so hard because this is a timeless sketch. This sketch could have been oh. made in the 70s, 80s, 90s. This, like, is, this, this sketch is in line with like the Bassomatic and like yeah, other, or, other or anything sketches. Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell. Yes. You could totally see Will Ferrell doing something. Oh, my this. God. Yeah. You could see Dana Carvey mm-hmm, doing something like mm-hmm, this. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It so, was just it was fantastic. So he's so he's he uses his eyelash power. His magical power yeah, of the eyelashes. And, 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 like, Pete Davidson's coming on. He's supposed to be, like, help. He's supposed like, to be giving an alibi for yeah. Alex Moffat's character. Yeah, and he was like, well, what do you want me to say? I know, he starts playing, yeah, what, what, what should I do? And, and I liked Pete in the sketch. He was very yeah. good as well. Pete, He's, Pete was, a, Pete, this is a more Pete-heavy episode. You can tell his new lease on life is really reaping professional rewards yeah and then vanessa gets all pissy because uh everyone is clearly just like he's oh at one point he's just staring right at 80 who's playing a juror and he's just and blinking like, my god <laughs> she just like that's like an orgasm she was barely <laughs> she was barely in the episode but all of her reactions the best like stole the show <laughs> like this and the other one and then when vanessa yeah. like goes to confront him about his unprofessionalness and she's gonna get him disbarred for influencing the jury and he's just blinking like super fast in her face and the beyonce fan like comes up because it's like the power <laughs> yeah. his eyelashes are blinking so like much. giving a beyonce fan yeah her, her hair, hair is like yeah. blowing back and she's just like oh my oh oh goodness like <laughs> oh, and, and the and Keenan called her lashes. Well, you uh, are yeah. you just jealous? Because your lashes are clumpy and unremarkable. <laughs> I wrote that down. down. Yep. Defense's lashes are clumpy. And yeah, and and you know what? He was just he brought just enough of a, like a feminine touch without being effeminate. Yeah. No, it was perfect. CK did struck that tone perfectly. What 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 did you like? And they they said something about how do you do this? Like maybe maybe it's just are you born with it? And then he goes and like he turns around or maybe and then he turns around maybe it's Maybelline. And then it just says maybe it's Maybelline. Maybelline. <laughs> I hope uh, that was a sponsored sketch. Oh, uh, if, if it was, like my god, I hope they run that as an actual ad uh, on television. <laughs> I want to look, I want to page through my Allure magazine and see like a photo spread of Louis C.K. Yeah, with fake eyelashes. With the eyelashes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Then we go to the digital short, um, which is called Thank You, Scott. Scott. This is, this, uh, this is fucking so brilliant. Perfect. This is so, so brilliant. I actually Some need to send this me. to my brother-in-law, Scott. <laughs> 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 I'm going to send it to him. Some people thought it was mean, and I'm like, if you think it's mean, then you're a Scott. Can I just say something? Here's the deal. Social justice warriors surfing from the couch. If you're not getting out in the streets and marching, if you're not volunteering at the Human Rights Project or Planned Parenthood or ACLU or anywhere where it's a charity that you care about. Any of your senators or local, like, I'm sorry, I didn't start calling them on the regular until recently, but I do. Yeah, and, and it, feel, it, even though it feels hopeless where I live, I still do. I mean, it, it, the thing is, is that it's one thing to post an article that is, you know, like important, which is good. I think spreading information that's useful to people via social media 
can be helpful because sometimes people don't see everything that you see on the internet. Mm -hmm. But my favorite line in this song was you posted an article you found on the internet on the internet. (laughs) And I do that all the time, but I also like actually have conversations with people outside of that and have like, make sure I like maintain dialogue say, okay, what can we do? And I Mm -hmm, search mm -hmm. outwardly of just sharing that. I don't feel like, huh? Okay. I feel better now. No, I feel like, okay, what else can I do? Like how else can I change things? Like, what are my resources? And by the way, it's still easy to do something just sitting on your couch with your smartphone. But you have to do more than post on social media and yeah. put Black Lives Matter. I mean, on you your can Twitter still use that smartphone, like you said, to call your senators, call your representatives, call your local there's, people. There's an app where you can see how they voted. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, like you say you, you click contact. And like right away, like the email, it'll be like be an email icon, a phone call icon, mm-hmm. and you can do it right away. Right. And um, I mean, you don't even have to Google like, oh, what are the office numbers? Um, there's yeah. an app for that. There is an app. There's um, an app for everything, kids. There's yeah. an app for everything. But I think this perfectly sums up basically activists. You don't solve racism <laughs> by putting Black Lives Matter in your Twitter bio. No. You don't solve racism with that. If that were true, it would have already been solved. I did like that. I know I did like that lyric. You solved racism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and and how they had like the um, Muslims turn into like like dancer Broadway dancers. Yeah, they become just Broadway because dancers. of what he did. Yeah, they're like they're liberated or something, which is weird. But and also Mikey Day is like awkward Caucasian rap. Um, yeah, where he he did the breakdown with the clap emojis. That was the about best. how many clap like, emojis. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> yes, and I, you know what, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> but I'm, I mean, I don't just do that. But yes, yeah. I'm guilty, and it is a very white thing to do. But you got to go beyond yourself. With that. I know. Oh, and, 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 and Keenan. I'm sorry, Keenan again in this one is like mm-hmm. the lead singer. You got Keenan and Cecily, so brilliant with this song. And Sashir. And Sashir, yes. Oh my god, this I I love this. I, and and when they like they they do the big like number at the end where he like raises up on a platform where he's like shitting on the toilet and, and he's like tw- he's tweeting from yeah, the toilet. Social, yeah. he's armchair activist. He's not even armchair. He's 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 you know on shitter the activist, He's the yeah. shitter activist. And let's face it, we're all guilty of uh, posting shit on the internet from the bathroom. I dare not, to find oh. one person who never has done it. Call me up. You can you can respond to us if you've never posted anything on the internet from the toilet, uh, or at least just looked on your phone. Not and and when, and by posting, I mean literally anything. That means liking a post on Facebook, retweeting like, something, been, anything. Yeah. This texting doesn't have to be somebody. you wrote a whole fucking post. Yeah, t- yeah, texting somebody, yeah. texting anything. I I would like to meet this person who has not mm-hmm. ever touched their cell phone while they're pooping. I don't believe it. Yeah. See silence. All right. Moving on. <laughs> now we have the next. The next thing I'm complicit. Have... I'm complicit. <laughs> the next, uh, the next sketch is the soda fountain sketch, and this, uh. th- the thing for me on this is it was already like it went too far at the beginning, and I thought they're pushing it, and then it just got stupid, and they had no way to end it. And then the yeah. ending is Louis C.K. breaking the jukebox glass with his hand and getting cut. Like, that was just stupid. I mean, I get it. Like, the girls come in, and it's Sashir and Cecily. And, it's, um, it's it's less weird. It's, it's like, I feel like, again, they should have leaned into the weirdness more. 
Yeah. I feel like they didn't go far enough with the how the absurdity. Yeah, they did. Hang, hang on one second. I thought I was hearing the boys. They're not doing it. Okay. I'm just hearing things now. I'm just hearing noises in my head. Are you um, hearing noises? I'm hearing noises. It's a, it's a ghost of Wendy's. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I... Uh, they they should have pushed it for that. Like, and the uh, the pacing felt really off. Yeah, it was a little weird. And then it, it seemed like they hadn't rehearsed this one enough. Because it was like, yeah. Louis' jibes back were like two beats behind where they should have been. Yeah, if the, like if the timing was better, this really would have worked. And apparently, like everybody online, like really loved it and thought it was like one of the better sketches. The reason why it was distracting to me is I kept seeing everybody look at the cue cards. Oh and usually, my god! Like, that and was usually, like so Cecily and Aidy hardly ever look at the cue cards because yeah, they're really good, and they were like this. I mean, they were like turning their fucking whole body yeah, to look at these cue cards. And so like, that tells and... me this was like a super last minute sketch, and they did not rehearse it enough well and then like the twist was interesting she's like oh i know how it goes i yeah. like <laughs> but again there was this kids in the hall sketch that was kind of in the same vein as this not exactly maybe they saw it and it, like it's a tip it's a trope right and they right, played right. it in a way I also know, leslie just, yeah. was so flubbing her lines that it just ru- it ruined any yeah, pacing that the sketch had made up at that yeah, point but, yeah but you know what i think it was the timing was off in the beginning for whatever reason i think something was off there i know but like leslie coming in and then it was like she literally had no idea what sketch she was walking into yeah. like i yeah. felt like somebody just put her in a costume and was like go <laughs> like, yeah like somebody like melissa was supposed to be in it and for, yeah. couldn't for some reason or something. or something i don't know i don't know it was weird all right Okay, the next digital short is probably one of the greatest digital shorts so they've good. ever done. So good. And this is okay. where they do, do basically feel, do it's a behind feel, the scenes of this fucked up Pepsi ad. Okay. Do you feel different about Kyle now? Um, I liked him in this sketch, but in the Trump opener, he was doing the finger thing. With it, and I was like, uh, I can't. <laughs> I wish everybody could see my finger. I'm trying desperately. I, know, I can't do it. Oh. <sighs> I loved him in this sketch because I thought he was really good, and he wasn't doing the finger thing. And I don't know but if that's it, a nervous I mean, tick that he I has. Mean, I'm pretty sure they wrote this. Oh, uh, him and um, Kyle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It has, to be, it has to be the best thing they've ever written. Oh this my is, god, it was this was so, so and it was such a big production. I love how they basically recreated you think the it was set sponsored? and everything. If this was a fucking sponsored Pepsi ad, that's brilliant. Well, yeah, like, I then you must have fired everybody and gotten all new people. I mean, if this is what you did. If if this is how they make up for it in some way, that's that they're cool. just that's really taking the shit out of themselves. I just thought this was so brilliant. So that if, for those of you who didn't see it, um, the setup is is that um, uh, Beck is... Oh, by the way, should we talk about, for the, the Pepsi commercial, right. for those of you who don't know, starts out with Kendall Jenner Modeling. doing a photo shoot, like... And seeing people protesting and being like, what? And what? she's in a blonde wig. She takes off her wig. At the literally end of the has a black woman hold her wig. Have you seen that freeze frame of the black woman catching the wig with that look of disgust like, in her like face? Girl, like, girl, huh? Like, hail to the no. <laughs> um, literally has a black woman hold her wig. Mm-hmm. Like, cultural appropriation to the like and twisted oh. to like oh my god the whole ad is cultural appropriation 12, no, no, 12 years of cultural appropriation i don't know um but uh and then 
she goes and joins the protest and then decides to go up to the police who are like standing there and they're not even they don't even fucking look like real First police all, they don't even have they don't even have gear on one guy no, just has like, like all cops yeah none yeah none of them have a bulletproof vest on i mean anybody who's been to a protest which p.s i have been recently when i was at the women's march yeah um these cops are fully decked out they look like yeah. they're going to afghanistan okay they're not yeah, fucking around the, yeah i was at, i was at the rifra protests which i mean they weren't in full gear, but they were in gear. They were in full um, gear in Washington, these, I can tell these, you that. Yeah, they, well, yeah. Well, that was, this yeah. was pre-Trump, when Pence was the worst we had to worry oh, about. Oh, uh, Lord. Uh, Lord. Um, and decides to walk up to, in her leather vest, uh, and hand <laughs> one of the cops a Pepsi. And he looks at it, opens it, drinks it, and, like, goes, Yeah! Girl, okay, I get where you're coming from. And all of a sudden, so, everybody's happy. Oh, and and while she's doing that, a woman in a in what's like meant to look like a hijab takes a picture of her doing it. Right, like so, like yeah, as if she's as iconic as that black woman who was standing there, like as the police were basically approaching her in their full wire gear, and she just stood there, like okay, yeah, you know. So basically, it's like the worst commercial ever. Somebody did a breakdown of the commercial and basically showed every single moment that they were fucking like. I don't think Pepsi was honestly trying to make fun of these things, but no, they took they, they just, took the real oh. visuals from those moments and then like it's like it's like Pepsi Disneyified these moments no. in history. You know what I mean? No, it's like ever they like tried to make the women on the Women's March post- poster into like Disney princesses, right? So, so this sketch is basically Beck is the author. He's he's written this original like, ad, and, and he's yeah, super and stoked Kyle's on like, it. Kyle's like the PA, the yeah. first PA, and he's like hyping him up. He's like, how, and he's how like, incredible man, is and this? this was all your idea. I can't believe how how psyched were you when they went for your idea? It was all you, man. Yeah. Um, so they're getting everything set up in the background, and Kyle decides. To call, is it his wife? I think it's his wife first. No, it's his, it's his sister. Oh, he calls his sister. And he gets her on the phone and he says, you know, hey, I'm doing this great Pepsi commercial, you know. And he's like describing the entire commercial. And the resistance. And, and Black just, Lives and, Matter. And, yeah, and, 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 and the Women's March. You know, and then and the, the protesters and the cops are about to clash. But then Kylie Jenner comes out. Kendall. She, Kendall. Ken, oh, sorry. Sorry, Kylie. I don't want to mess you up. Kendall Jenner. No, no, Kendall, Kendall, like, that's the thing. She seemed like the Kardashian that was the least, like, nope. fucked up. Now she's in the douche train with everyone yep. else. So Kendall Jenner, and so he's like, Kendall Jenner comes out, and he gives the cop, she gives the cop a Pepsi, and then, like, everything's great. And then, so his, his sister's like, you can tell the, that she's, like, breaking it down why this isn't okay. His so, acting in this was so superb. Yeah, superb. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna regret saying this, but get <gasps> Beck Bennett into movies. What? Mark your calendars, kids. The apocalypse is coming. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, well, no, because like, you know I was like on the Beck train, and then it was like way too much Beck, and I was like, uh. Well, listen, oh, we didn't my. get shirtless Vladimir in this episode, and I was happy about yeah. that. Yeah. So. Well, no, I don't mind shirtless I Vladimir. Know, it's saying. just like the Felicity Jones episode where he was in every single sketch. I know. But this, but this, so it goes on. And so then she's like, his sister suggests that he calls. Oh, he's like, Hey, let me, let me talk to a neighbor. Let me talk to one of your neighbors. Just, Oh no. First he says, no, let me, let me talk to uh, like Dan or whatever. Like, which I assume is like her husband. Right. And he's like, Hey, so it's like, he's thinking like, Oh, if I get a dude's perspective, he's like, "Uh uh-huh. 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 Do you have like a neighbor or somebody, maybe somebody black? Yeah. (laughs) 
And then like, and Lisa, ma'am. the black Hello, person ma'am. is like, so yeah, so we're, hi ma'am. So we're doing this Pepsi commercial and we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter. And he's like, well, um, what? Mm-hmm. Don't, uh, don't touch tone it. De- tone deaf? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What would you do? So uh, what would you do if you were in my situation? <laughs> yeah. Just run to my, just just run run to my, my car? car. <laughs> okay. okay. And then, and then the kicker at the end is when they have Cecily as, as Kendall. Kendall Cowell coming out like, hey, Chloe. Now I'm doing a Pepsi commercial where, like, I stopped somebody from shooting I stopped, black I stopped people. the cops from stopped shooting from black people. Shooting black people with the Pepsi. <laughs> I know. So cute, right? <laughs> and then the slogan, live and learn. Live and learn. Pepsi, live and learn. It was brilliant. That, that should be the commercial, honestly. I know. They should just put this, they should just put this digital short out and, like, just a big fucking I'm sorry over the whole thing. Live and learn. Live and learn. Okay, then the chain smokers come out for their first thing. Now, I just want to say this about their first song. I've heard this. Okay, you hate them. I've heard this song a million times on the radio, and I will give it up for two things. Number one, live drums. Excellent. Oh, I yeah. I appreciate live drumming, and the drummer was fucking fantastic. Number two, this was an interesting remix of their radio edit, and I appreciate that when, when people at least give it that much effort. I'm not saying they're devoid of talent. I'm just no, saying I, just, I hate. I'm just saying I hate them. Okay. I, it was decent. It's decent pop music. You can dance to it. Moving on. I'm just saying there's a lot of similar, like, in, things in, like, a similar vein or genre that are so much better, especially coming out of the UK that oh, people yeah. are not aware of. Anything featuring Becky Hill, guys, look it up on Spotify or iTunes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Amazing. Uh, Disclosure, who has been on SNL. Right. Check it out. Yeah, I, I, if I'm gonna put, if I have to pick between disclosure and the chain smokers, duh. Oh disclosure. my god! Like, and 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 see, this is what Trump's America gets us, or Trump's world gets us. Uh, disclosure is like taking an indefinite hiatus. Oh, so that's yeah. Bummer. All right. Well, at like a ripe old age of like 25, they're, <laughs> they're retired. They're done. Um, okay, so then we go into weekend update. And I thought this was a good week. It was a very short weekend update compared to yeah, it was. Pre- and prior I think weeks. that was good. Like I wasn't, but it was good. But I wish they would have had two. two they've been doing people, two. But, they've been doing two oh, characters. Hi, but yes, but first, let's, before we get before we get there, before we get to Kate and how much I love her, some of the stuff they had coming out of the gate was really brilliant. I think Joe said. Trump shouldn't start a real war with Assad when he's still in a Twitter war with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> they had some I mean, really, pushing, really good they lines. Pushed it. They pushed it a lot more oh, than they have in the past. They really pushed it. And they also gave, and this is probably why they didn't do two characters, but they gave a lot of time to one of our favorite Kate McKinnon characters, um, uh-huh. Cecilia okay. Jimenez. Can I just tell you? Can I just tell you? Okay. Yes. I had my Miss Cleo. <laughs> I had a Miss Cleo. You did. I didn't even tell you about it, so Uh-oh. nobody knows. Because I didn't tell anybody. You should have texted but me. I first heard, okay, guys, this is a story about, if you have not heard, the an airport in Portugal has uh, had commissioned a bronze sculpture of <laughs> uh, their Cristiano Ronaldo. So- soccer legend, Cristiano Ronaldo, who's generally considered to be like the typical like hunky type dude. And oh my god, the actual sculpture! Oh my is, god, it's, it's nightmare fuel. This it's, is the same. I think they hired the same sculptor that was hired originally to, to make the, Lucy, the Lucille Ball one. The Lucy one. Yeah, I think the, it's the, the same person because it's so awful. It's like, I know, it's it's so bad. Because Cristiano so Ronaldo bad. is a good looking man. I mean, he he's, is, he's, he's I a well manicured, beautiful that. man. 
Yeah, almost too well manicured. And this thing um, looks like something that somebody drug out of a swamp. It looks it looks like, you know, I when I tried to I like, mean the smile is all like fucked up. It's just all toothy, like like he comes from the south <laughs> where they talk about It looks males. like a middle school art project. Oh my god, it's awesome. Um but anyways, when I first read about that and they were like they mentioned like other horrific sculptures like the Lucille Ball one and I thought, Oh, that Jesus painting <gasps> Oh my God! I wish they would have Kate McKinnon's character come back <laughs> and talk about it on SNL, but they probably won't. So when they started talking, when when Joe started, like he brought up the headline, right? I sc- screamed <laughs> because I was. <laughs> I was so excited, and I, I I didn't. I it's like I put it out into the universe, and. The universe provided. I just want to say, oh. Kate McKinnon's commitment to her characters is just—it's it, what I admire so much because this is why she can do forty-five bajillion characters with nothing more, kids, than a t-shirt, a minimal wig, and a pair of glasses, and she is transformed into an entire other person when she comes. Hello, Colin Jones. How are you? Oh, and by the way, speaking <laughs> of like talking up Kate McKinnon's. Uh, like acting and performing abilities. Um, Office Christmas Party just came out. I just out watched to... that. I just watched oh, that on the plane ride too. home. On the plane I, ride I, home from I Portland. Watched it. I watched it. I have on to watch Saturday the end. So don't tell me the end because I, I have twenty it. more. No, minutes. I watched it before SNL and oh my god, guys! On guys, it was so she's fantastic and good. And and she's got a way bigger role than the marketing yeah. made it seem. Oh no! The marketing Her... made it seem like she had a cameo. No, yeah. she's she's a she's like one of she's like the main supporting character in this yeah. movie. She is guys, fucking I cannot recommend this movie enough. It was delightful. It was fucking hysterical. It was just an it was raunchy without feeling like bro raunchy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I and like I, I said, I, I haven't I, seen the last I, twenty minutes because my flight was over, and I have oh, to finish watching. Oh, it's so watching. good! Like, no, you'll be so happy. It is so good. I'm, I'm, I know. So I good. loved it. I loved the it, like, hour guys, and ten minutes. I saw a, it. It's at the very least, it's worth the rental. So oh my go god! Out yes, I say so good. It. And yeah. like, it's like you'll be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's that person, it's that person, yeah. it's that. There's person. so many people and in it, and they're they so funny. All deliver, and they all deliver. And Vanessa Bayer, so good, is awesome awesome and she's uh, she and kate are probably the two like lead supporting characters yeah i would say they they brung it they yeah and what's her face she's another comedian whose name i can she was also with oh no it's a new movie coming out it's a girl's night out or whatever i think kate yeah also and kate oh jillian bell she wasn't in this much but she was amazing great though yeah, she's she amazing. So, um, um, anyways, um, so Cecilia so, comes yeah, out and, and she's, she's got the pic- hey, she's got a t-shirt on. With hey, the hello, like with her Jesus. Okay, with if you Jesus. don't know, this is based on a real life woman <laughs> who's asked to uh, repair, and I don't know how they got her credentials. Like Russian hackers provided her credentials. I don't, I don't know. know. Somehow um, she convinced people that she was an actual like artist. This, this ancient painting, this ancient fresco or something yeah, to yeah. restore of Jesus, and she. Just like just, um, it, he looks like, like Google, just, yeah. Google, Google like bad Jesus painting, and oh, you'll man. find it it's like so bad. It's, it's it looks like you can just Google Cecilia Jimenez. Like, That's her real name. It, it looks like if a human had sex with a Wookiee. Yeah, and also and also a chimpanzee, and yeah, and I mean yeah. it's it, it, it 
combined with the screen painting, Edvard Munch's. Yeah. It's It's so awful. But her description of the Ronaldo statue, I, I honestly, I I wrote so many notes about it. But I started like, I started hysterically laughing. I I love you so much. I love, oh, Colin, this is beautiful, Colin. Look at this. This is what he would look like if he had a stroke while saying cheese. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite thing though, he wants to, he, he wants to show soccer is not just for boys. Right, but for girls. Because he, hey, look at his neck. Look at they his neck. Vagina. They vagina. Like vagina. out of a vagina. It is like, look at his eyes. Yeah, they, they want to be together. It's like so two close. lesbians at a sleepover who try to push the, who try to push their beds together. <laughs> I don't even think she had anything on her cue cards. I think it was like, describe the statue. And that's but what it said. she also got in some jokes about the original one that she did. Oh, yeah. She was oh, like, yeah. oh, Jesus, Jesus, I serve you. And Jesus was like, oh. <laughs> Guys, please, if you're ever feeling frustrated or angry or fed up with everything that's going on in the world, watch this and you will feel better about life. I yeah. promise. <sighs> oh God, Kate McKinnon! Thank you for we just you. thank you for being alive. I love you. And then my favorite line, uh, I believe, was from Che in the whole weekend update. After that, um, was oh no, it was Joe's. I think uh, Yahoo and AOL will combine oh. to form a new company because no one wants to die alone. <laughs> like <laughs> I love that. That was great. <laughs> you know what else I remember? And the thing is, it was like just dumb when I heard it. But the more I think back on it, it was just, it's like dumb and like a we need dumb ju- like dumb jokes like that nowadays. Um, when Che said about like survey found that the majority of Easter bunny like people who eat a chocolate Easter bunny eat yeah. the ears first, <laughs> the rest like me they go straight for the butt. <laughs> and I, it was like dumb at the time, but the more I, like that joke stuck in my head, and I was just like. That is dumb, but yet very, like, just, like, I needed that. They I were clearly having joke, fun. But... They were clearly having fun oh, on Weekend they are, Update. They had a great energy this week. They were having a lot of fun. And then the next sketch, okay, so I just oh, want, I let, let me just lead it. So I was fast-forwarding, you know, like, through the commercials. So I went accidentally too far, and I was, like, just going to start rewinding. And so it was, like, just, like, a, a pause screen for a second on Alec being Bill O'Reilly and my oh, mom. I didn't say, no, wait, I did the exact same okay. thing. And so my mom has her hot tea in her hand and she just starts hysterically laughing, like convulsive laughing. No. And, and I was, she's like, is that Alec Baldwin is Bill O'Reilly? And she's just like cracking up. And I was like, mom, don't burn yourself. Like she's like, I'm going to need a minute. And she was laughing for like two minutes straight, just yeah, seeing I'm, him Alec, in the makeup. It's Alec. Oh my God. It's Alec. It was a it was a nice Melissa McCarthy style surprise. Yeah, it was hilarious. Even more surprising because like the last thing you expected was for him to play play another character. I know, which is like, oh my god, and he was so fucking he dead was on, scared dead on. Like, I'm sorry, like kill the Trump impression. I think the best they, thing they can do is just not to like just do everybody but him. Yeah, but I thought and that would this drive was... crazy. Oh god. This, but this was great because the it starts off, uh, you know, with Bill O'Reilly saying, "We have a live via satellite, a new." Uh, he said, "Somebody doesn't, you know, his usual person who's in studio doesn't work for the company anymore." Oh, but his facial tics yeah. and his cadence mm-hmm. and 
Oh my god, yeah. it was eerie. It and then, was and then eerie. Cecily's live via satellite from exactly 500 yards away. <laughs> <laughs> and then it got super weird. <clears throat> you know, because he's like, what did he say? There was one really great line. Oh, that was Susan Rice was like saying, well, did she say no? Or it was like more like just keep trying. Oh yeah. Or is it just like keep, you know, uh, try me again later. Like, you know, yeah, sometimes that, that's what or no means. Yeah. <laughs> or convince me. That's what it was. Or yeah. <laughs> did it mean really no? Or does it mean convince me? I mean, yeah. it's just seeing Alec do Bill O'Reilly is the ultimate creeper and finding out and they even reveal it. I mean, in Weekend Update and it's true fact, they spent $13 million paying off five women who apparently had been sexually harassed by Bill, and just Bill O'Reilly. Ones, yeah, those are the only of the ones who like actually like had who, no, who, like who like were not like deterred and like, yeah. like yeah, they, they took they them to court. Forward. And so yeah, they, got, they like you know, pushed and that can't not be easy. And what is, what and there was another was like, woman who didn't even get money who came forward. And Che said, Che said, that's like two point, and his math is off, but he said, that's like 2.5 2. Yeah. per woman. He's like, that's oh, he said, he said, he's yeah, he's like most like I'm not good with women either, but the most it costs me is like three stars on Uber yeah. Pool. <laughs> oh man, these guys! And, and now 52 sponsors have pulled their ads oh, no, from his 60. show. Oh, now it's 60. Mm-hmm. 60. Um, and I mean, by I the way, uh, I think like two or two or three of them, no joke, that are still there are for condoms. Yeah. Oh, I love the fake ads that they had. The, the O'Reilly Factor is brought oh, to you by. Oh, no, I know, but the real cocaine. story is yeah, the dog cocaine, <laughs> and the, and and I I was like, oh, low blow, bro. Apparently, you never want Kristen Bell to host your show, um, the Chips movie. Oh yeah, but it was a good fuck you to Michael Pena. Which sorry, yeah. bro, but you're not getting my money, motherfucker. And P.S. No. thank you. Uh, sorry, Dax. You know, like. Don't fucking do a campy chips movie and then expect. You're better than this. I know. Like, oh, you go on and on and on and on about how much you love chips as a kid, and then you're just gonna fucking make fun of it for an hour and a half. Fuck you. Like, I don't want. No, that's bullshit. Um, and then of course Trump. You know, uh, O'Reilly announces that Trump came out in defense of him with no prompting whatsoever on Twitter. So it's uh yeah. So it's Baldwin meets Baldwin. So we're having a we're having a uh, an inception moment of Baldwin yep. interviewing Baldwin, which was fantastic. We're having a Dana Carvey moment. I loved at the end where Bill's like, I think you're doing a great job, sir. And he's like, is that a joke? Because somebody <laughs> said that earlier and I found out it was a joke. <laughs> yeah, because everybody seems to say that. But then I found out it was a joke. But I like his O'Reilly more than I like his Trump, to be honest. I like both. I'm, I'm a fan of both. I'm, I'm tiring of the Trump just because I'm just tiring of it. And he, I can tell he is too. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's already like, I don't know if I want to keep doing it. So, yeah. So then we go to the next digital short, which I'm just going to call Birthday Clown. Yeah, and it's actually got some controversy brewing. Oh, no. do tell, do tell. Uh, uh, plagiarism, but not by the person itself, but by like social media users. I have not watched the original, but, and the thing, the thing is it, the person, okay. So apparently this is a ripoff of another sketch from somewhere else. Tig Notaro, apparently, um, the wonderful, wonderful comedian. Tig Notaro. Yes. Uh, if you have not watched, uh, one Mississippi on Amazon, the Amazon original series, um, which is free on prime. Go check it out. Tune in kids. A TAO official recommendation. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, she apparently um, did a hold on I had it up and now I don't because I'm a loser um, no you are not <laughs> but anyway Tignataro did a short film I'll, I'll come up with the name in a minute that basically was a it was a very similar premise people started noticing it even though the, the ending was quite different Hers was like almost, hers was a little over, it's called Clown Service. People said, oh, it's a ripoff, it's a ripoff. Although apparently like hers ended up going, she said it was a true story and hers ended up like with a happier ending than this. And also Louis C.K. has been a producer on her stuff. Louis C.K. is, he actually released her legendary live set right after she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. He's an executive producer on one, one Mississippi. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe he asked for her blessing. I don't, maybe he didn't have anything to do with the, but I feel, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but check it out. If you want to call like, check it out. Uh, this one is birthday clown. The other one is clown service. You know, check it out. Let us know your thoughts. Um, if it's plagiarism or if it's just a similar concept. So anyways, I don't know. That means, said this is a great concept and bobby moynihan fucking killed it oh bobby was so good in this sketch i just was like blown away by the entire thing i thought this was like a super dark episode of louie it was super dark i mean when he's just but, like just do it it's this is a new twist i'm just yeah, doing so something different for my it's birthday a, it's a birthday clown who's coming to a guy's house and it's like oh okay where's the birthday boy right here Turns out he's he's performing for an audience of one named Ernest who's turning 53 years old. This is like, when he says that, he goes, you know, he's doing his actual routine that he does for kids. And he's like, who's the birthday boy today? And like, he says, that's me. And what's your name? And Ernest. And he's like, and how old are you turning today? And he's like, 53. He's like, Jesus. It's cracking crack a beer. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> Jesus. And then he gets up and goes to take a piss. And he's like, do you want me to stop? He's like, nope, I can see from here. And he's like leaning out of the bathroom while he's taking a piss, walking, watching the clown do his shtick. Yeah. And then, and then the uh, doorbell rings and it's Elsa from Frozen and some and other a transformer. Super- it's, it's Optimus a transformer. Prime. And he goes, uh, he's like, you don't want this. <laughs> he just shuts the door on Slams the door on them. <laughs> oh, and at one point, uh, Louis C.K. tries to hand Bobby a tip, and he's like, "Are you are you are you trying to give me a tip right now?" He's <laughs> like, "Well, do I do I do it now or do I wait until the end?" He goes like, "There's no protocol for this for whatever this is." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then after he shuts the door on them, all of a sudden Louis C.K. is like behind him suddenly, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, um, yeah." So he's you know, uh, in my kitchen. Yeah, he's like, why don't you come in the kitchen? And he's like, oh, wh- what's happening? He's like, I'm just going to chop you up in little pieces and, and, and put you in the freezer. Put you in the freezer. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he just goes to his de- He marches to his death, basically. Uh, yeah, it was I, super dark. I, uh, that, uh, it reminded me of, like, kind of some of the darkness of, again, the kids in the hall sketches. Yeah. But again, sure. that's another Lauren Michaels produced. Yeah, I mean, it uh, makes thing, sense. So. It makes sense. And then. Oi. Oh, oh the, okay. The, I couldn't even read my handwriting. I had I was like, "What?" It, this is the um, sectional couches. sectional couch store ad. That's no, not no, an ad. Said, no, it's because it's not an ad. No, it's, not, it's a not a store. It's just sectional couches. It's just his collection of sectional couches. Stop coming there and asking him how much they cost. 
I thought that this was it could have been I thought, oh, they're gonna do a twist on the um thing that they Chandelier. used to do with Scarjo. Yeah. <laughs> you want you want this Mop one? Call this one. Like look at this one. Look at that one. Look at look that at one there. One. <laughs> like and I thought, oh, this could be good. Like, you know. And then it just it got like I didn't The only funny part was AD Bryant. Like, Again Bigger. Bigger. <laughs> Yeah, it's just and then but can I just say something? Uh, Them finding all these ridiculous sexual couches that are actually real. I thought about that too. <laughs> I was like, how long did that take? No, but and my how, question is, is this, Oh my god, is that's this a so real much place? effort. Does a guy really like just have a warehouse filled with like massive amounts of sexual and Louis C.K. at one point has like the best line, I used to have a family, but now okay. I have this warehouse with sectional couches. Like that's the thing. Toward the end, like it started out weird. It yeah. Kind of. It, it and it just never of, went anywhere. Then no, and then it got like really. Eh. And then eighty came out. And then eighty from eighty to the end of the sketch, it was good. Yeah. Like if you had like chopped it up a little bit, like edited, it, like kind of condensed it a little bit, it was too long. Yeah, it was way too long. And they didn't. And I just it, it wasn't. You're right. The end part was good was 80s like, part was yeah, good yeah and then it's and i told them get the hell out and it's not even a store yeah it's just <laughs> it's just mine this okay. is my private property yeah, okay and then the chain smokers came out again and uh, yeah. you know what i i fast forwarded after i saw the neon thing in the background oh you were not a fan i no, i don't even know what it i can't remember what it said i like i blanked it out because it was so douchey so i was like okay <laughs> I need to give it a chance. And then I read whatever the neon thing in the background was. And I was like, so mad. I was like, nope, fuck off. Yeah. I don't even remember what it was. Either. It was just stupid. Uh, like, wake me up when Frank Ocean comes back to. All right. And then the last sketch of the night, I'm going to say this is only funny for one reason. This sketch. This, this is a, t- I'm going to call it the tenement sketch. So this was so, great. So though. they're leading it, a, a it group of school children. It. And for some reason, Keenan is all on this tour. Cecily is a tour guide in a tenement museum. Um, a in great New York. idea. Actually, yeah. they have, they kind of have one of these in my hometown of South Bend. It could be. So they are, they're in New York. They're in this tenement museum. It's supposed to no, be. No, I mean, they do. Oh, they, they have, have like a pol- Yeah. No, oh, okay. they do. Okay. It's like a Polish like workers thing where they show like what working conditions were like. Oh God, it's awful. But by the way, you want to talk about like what they talk about here? Like there were so many different. There are there are still so many Catholic parishes in South Bend because it was like for all the different ethnic groups. Right, right. That's probably so, why. <laughs> yeah. No, it is why. Yeah. Oh my God! Anyways, well, this they anyways, this, if, so if you've never been on one of these tours stuff, where they have is accurate, yeah, yeah, they have. Um, and I don't know if you've ever been to one of these things where you're going to like a historical thing and they have historically trained actors recreating, um, you know, a, a scene of what you would see on a on a nightly basis in, in this tenement. So you have again, thank you, Kate McKinnon. Uh, coming out to be this like old I Polish woman with the shawl. And when I saw her, I was so, like, "Oh like, my god!" I was already I was dying. Like, I was like, I, "I was like, please let it be, Kate. Please let it be." Yeah. And she almost tripped over. I don't know if you noticed, but she almost tripped over the scenery in the background there. She was like trying to come in, and her shawl was okay, getting right. caught on something. But she oh, just really? kept going. Yeah. Like she, if you rewatch it, you'll see right as she's making her entrance, okay. she almost falls. So. Okay. And then Louis C.K. comes out, and they're a married couple. And the only thing, honestly, that made this sketch 
bearable to keep watching was Louis C.K.'s accent was the worst. It was and a Polish so accent bad. in his in his defense, a Polish accent is really hard. I know, but he went from he, like, I think he sort might of, actually be Polish. I think I think I think what happened was is he started out like with a sort of accent, and then he mm-hmm. lost it at one point, and it and I've never no, seen this it, happen. No, it went everywhere. It went everywhere. Oh, it, just it went was all like the it, and then it at was one like, point, it was Kate like Swedish. It was her like. Shit. Yeah, it was like Swedish. It was like Polish. Hey, it, oh it, it God, was. Do you know what I had to listen to today? It works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not even anywhere close. No, the, the, the big American breasts. The big like American the, breasts. It went from best drunk punk brothers to <laughs> Borat to Swedish chef. I mean, it went everywhere. It was all over the place, and everybody was dying because it was so bad. Even Kate, who rarely breaks. She, she broke, broke a lot, immediately, a lot. and I like I loved it because because I knew she like never and then like the second time around he broke. I know, and they and, just couldn't take it. Oh, it was it was glorious. And then of like, course I, Kanan is just sitting there while all this racist shit about black people and and Italians and all this stuff mm-hmm. is coming out of his head. <laughs> like Jesus, yeah, one day like, I will uh, make enough money no, so my like, wife shit, can hire shit. one of these greasy Italian women to come and clean our our house. And he's like, he's like well, I, I actually have a question. Yeah. Uh, yes, chocolate face. <laughs> chocolate you just face. answer. You just you just answered my question. Chocolate face. And then it's he so literally, at, literally at one point goes, "My wife." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Louis C.K. made Borat funny again. I know, right? I think this is a good way to end the night because it was so goofy. I think that it just oh, was funny. I loved it. I loved the energy. I loved people the People obviously had fun with Louie this week. They mm-hmm. obviously had a good time. And then um, uh, in a super classy way, thank you, Lauren Michaels. They had a moment of silence for Don Rickles, which thank uh, you for that. Oh, and they showed his old um, promo shot from when he hosted SNL back yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. And then we had the... Um, the good nights. And then Louis, because he knew how bad the accent was, just starts like the talking. Island, thank everybody. Well, the smokers. <laughs> and that was, and Alec was there. Alec, Alec was Alec, dying. Alec, Alec was and dying. Alec looked fantastic. Oh, yeah. Alec looked so super healthy. And th- my mom's like, yoga. Um, <laughs> but uh, it, like everybody was just like, they love that he like leaned into like it being a disaster. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause that, it, that makes it like a beautiful disaster and something I want to watch again because I love that. I, yeah. I love those things. Those are awesome. the moments you can't like recreate that. That's great. And, because and especially on, because oh. we're going to see the uh, bad kind of breaking. Uh, not uh, yeah Next week. Yeah. So who's on don't next week? Don't you think that's weird? They're having an episode on Easter. Hmm. I guess, but yeah, they took no, like a, two, I, a weird two-week hiatus, you, know. you know. I guess they used to have that yeah. before. I mean, I think it'll be good. I mean, so uh, is this the first, Is I thought, no, this last week wasn't live, coast to coast. It's just the no, last. No, this is going to be the first live, 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 This will be live. the first live one. Who's hosting? Which is weird to have it like on Easter again. But I think that's why they're doing it because they know people will be home. Yeah, people and they'll like gather. Yeah, it'll be like a family yeah. like event. Like, oh, let's watch us. If oh, they don't, watch- if, oh, let me hey, just say this. The, if they the don't utilize watch- Bill Murray yeah. to do a Scrooged parody promo for the Easter episode, like the, you know, the, the, the uh, Scrooge that, promo oh, yeah, that they did at the beginning. Oh, yeah, because that was live across the 
right? Yeah. But I'm saying, remember the yeah. ad that he went in the in, in the scene in Scrooge where they're like, here's our promo. And he's like, you made America's favorite old fart and you put him in front of a fireplace and he's reading a book. He's like, if I were in charge of this network and oh, I God, am. You know what they're going to do? Like Jimmy Fallon's going to play Bill Murray or something. No, if they, if, I'm just saying, dear Lauren, if you listen to this podcast, please call up your friend Bill Murray and have him do his character. I know from, you know the number. I know yeah, you know that. We know you have his number. Tell him that he needs to resurrect his Scrooge character to do a promo for the Easter episode. Or if you want to do like a quick change and actually just like make it Bill Murray instead of Jimmy, that's cool. Yeah. I know you're not. A, you, I know know, you're, you know what? I am looking Who forward to. Who is the musical to, guest? I know. Uh, I actually, this I am looking forward to. I'm very interested. Okay. It's Harry Styles. Oh, right. His solo. Stuff. And I like his first solo song. It's different. Mm. It's not typical boy band fair. It's like he's flexing his muscles, but not in like a douchey way. Like, mm. I like it. I think it's but you're, good. You're... I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm on the fence about Harry Styles. I'll let me see what he does. But I'm, I've never been a One Direction. Like, no, I've never I been never a One Direction either. hater, but I'm not like, you know, a super oh, fan I, of One I Direction. I never, no, I never listen. I never gave them the time of day, but I'm very, I'm kind of curious about them because I, I, okay, I have watched the occasional like acoustic performance and mm-hmm. I was just like, damn, all these guys are actually like super talented. Yeah, and they've I been did, singing. I, no, and I did watch when they were on SNL right. and I was like. Wow, these guys are actually, like, legit. I will give it up for them. They can actually sing. So I'm interested to see what he does. I'm just hoping he's, have you like, heard? Have you heard his new song? I don't think so. So I'll it's, have to check it, it out. It, they're, they're describing it as, like, and this is a stretch, but I get where they're coming from. Bowie-esque. Mm. I can see where he drew on that for I'll inspiration. I'll have to listen to it before I can it's, agree no, or disagree it's, with it's that. Not, it's, not, it's not traditional pop at all. Okay. I'll check. I mean, I'll listen. I'll check it out. I, the thing that bugs me about Harry Styles is I'm really, and this is not just him, but this is a trend now with these pop guys. And the Chainsmokers were almost there, but the keyboard guy was totally not. This heroin chic, ultra thin, you know, uh, emaciated pop star look. Oh, I think it's just him. No, he's cut his hair. He doesn't look unwashed anymore. Okay, good. Because that's no, cause also it, annoying. He's going to be in the new Chris Nolan movie. Um, I know. Dunkirk. I know. I saw that. I saw and that. He, he actually. And he looked like, like he's could be maybe even an actor. He, yeah. He like and Justin Timberlake's like you know he's so pissed because like Harry got his first like acting role that early. Yeah, and it's like, huge. He, it's like huge. like Justin still can't get a Chris Nolan movie. What? Uh, what? Okay. Let's, I know, not, let's not start no, the Jimmy no, Justin no, hating. No, and I guarantee no, you, I guarantee you, Justin will make an appearance on Jimmy's episode. Uh, you know he's going to. <laughs> you know he's going to. Chain Smokers, if you want to come back next week. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we will discuss next week. Next week. It's going to be oh, exciting, guys. To, it's live to issue, I have to issue a TAO decree and recommendation and yes. uh, order that you do watch it. Mm-hmm. Um. Season two of Chewing Gum, the British comedy series, just premiered, uh, dropped on Netflix this past week. I binged it in about, like, less than three hours on, because there are only six episodes, about 25 minutes apiece. It is, guys, it's a fucking delight. I cannot recommend it enough. It's awkward. It's slapstick. It's just, it embraces its weirdness. It's so, it's fun. It's so fun. Do so, it. do it. Watch it. 
And if you haven't seen that, you do need to see the first season. Yeah. So watch understand. both. Just binge it. Yeah. It's an easy binge. It's a pleasant binge. It's it leaves me like saying, okay, when's what? I want I want some more. Like <laughs> like Kirsten Dunn's interview with the vampire. I want some more. Um. So guys, check it out. It's amazing. Chewing gum on Netflix. Check it out. All right. That's all we got for today, kids. As always, you can find us on the Twitter at TAO underscore podcast. And um, we are broadcasting to you from iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or on our website. At onegirlrevolution.net. Yes. So tune in next week when we will be discussing Colleen doing a mea culpa on Jimmy Fallon, I predict that she is going to have fun watching this episode and she's going to like way more of the sketches than she thinks she's going to like. Okay, if that happens, you have to do the entire episode like as Cecilia Jimenez. (laughs) Why do I have a punishment if you change your mind about something? Because you are the one who was so like, who is the apologist. Okay. I'm going to make a movie about you called The Apologist. The Apologist. <laughs> I'm going to make a okay? <laughs> I'm going to burn my bridges at Wendy's and with you. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>